I'm Alma Lee. I'm a psychotherapist and transformative lifestyle resiliency coach and author, and I want to help you reach your goals by teaching you how to step outside of those fear-based mindsets and into your powerful, loving self. Let's get started. Today's episode of From Fear to Love with yours truly, Alma Lee, is for adults only. Going to be very frank about some very intense and adult mature topics today and about exchange of energy. Also, if you yourself are a survivor of abuse, sexual assault, childhood sexual trauma, if you have experienced any kind or form of sexual abuse at any point in your life, or any abuse rather, I ask that you listen to this podcast with caution and also make sure that you have a friend on standby or possibly your therapist to call to talk about any feelings that come out of this episode. All of my episodes, From Fear to Love, is inherently to encourage you to look at your life, especially if you are existing in a space of fear, if the decisions that you make, the way that you think and feel about yourself, everything about your, your, your life, essentially, is fear-based. And so what I have always wanted to encourage you to do is to explore your own healing evolution, your spiritual path, to find that space of love, purpose, and joy, to move from fear and into love. And I got to tell you, uh, I've been uh, withholding certain philosophies and uh, opinions until today. This episode is talking about just the basics of why it's it's so important that you heal. It is lost on a lot of people who have experienced trauma, people who have never been to therapy and people who fear therapy, people who fear the growth, they fear all of that change. And the reason why they fear it is because they have always been in a mindset of survivability. They've always been in survival mode. Everything about their life has a defense sort of spin on it. Everything is about the protection of the ego and the self. And it's not from a space of love. It's not from a space of growth or sharing or pouring into another person, as it were. So this is how it shows up. And I'm going to talk about sex. Have you ever wondered, you know, when you plug something into a wall, when you take a, a plug from a something, you know, your coffee maker in the morning, you take the plug and you place it into the wall. And, and this holds true in pretty much all the countries. There's a, a variety of what they call the male part versus the female part. Well, let me tell you what. Everything is energy. And you and I, my dear, are no different than that plug. Let me expound on that point. This is the explicit part. So hold on to your shorts, okay? When you think about plugging in that coffee maker into the wall, what do you think is happening there? There's an exchange, right? The plug gets energized from what is contained in the wall because the wall is energized. The wall is the receptacle. Okay, the female is the receptacle. I told you, told you we were going to get into it. So here's the thing. 
Have you ever had sex with someone and felt awful afterwards? You thought, golly, you know, I think Joe Rogan talks about it being post-nut syndrome, (laughs) where after they have sex with somebody, then they realize they're not as attracted to her. It's just really disgusting and crass. But that's, you know, that's what they talk about is they talk about post-nut syndrome, where a man will have sex with a woman, he will ejaculate, and then once he's done using her body, he realizes oh, God, I really just needed to, you know, I just needed to unload, right? Let me go a little bit deeper on what's really happening, you know, from a from a theoretical standpoint. It's not really all that theoretical when you talk about the quantum physics of it all and the energetic signature is that when a man enters into a woman, into her body, when he places his penis inside her vagina and they have sex, Not only is there an energetic exchange of the vibration of what their thoughts and feelings are at any given point, but when the man ejaculates, there is an energetic signature to that, to his ejaculate that is left behind in the woman. When a man is unhealed in his trauma, that gets left behind in the woman. When a woman receives a man in her body, and he leaves her. And then after the experience of sex, the woman feels sick. Lady, ladies, know you know what I'm talking about. That it, it can occur for like a full three, four days afterwards, particularly when this is the first time that you've had sex with this person. And you feel sick. You feel insecure. You feel upset. Your mood is off. Your appetite, something's going on with your, your, your stomach. You don't know what you're feeling. You... You just, you know, you don't know. It's an, it's an exchange of energy. The most powerful space on earth resides in the woman's womb. And that is because that is the veil between the spirit world and the physical world. And you cannot tell me that that space within the woman's body is not sacred and powerful. And you cannot tell me that it does not have powers that cleanse, that transmute karmic, toxic energy. So this is why, folks, this stuff is so serious. This is spiritual cleansing. This is spiritual healing. This is why the medical community explains it as... um, they explain it as the oxytocin release. That's why women get all up in their emotions after sex, because that's their love, their bonding hormone is oxytocin. And that men don't really bond with women through oxytocin, but they bond through the the thrill of the hunt, which is uh, releases vasopressin in the brain. So the medical community, they, they expound on all of these different hormones. Well, I'm expounding on the energetic side of it. When you talk about quantum physics, when you talk about how everything that we are in our physical entity is nothing but its energy. Matter is created through energetic signatures, string theory. Some of you may be familiar with that on like plucking the strings of a guitar or any stringed instrument, that the vibration that comes from plucking that string It creates a certain signature of mass or matter. That's what creates solid matter. You know, people say, well, 
well, if it, everything was energy, why wouldn't we just be able to walk through walls, Alma? Well, you know, you know how when you push a magnet together or, or, or you push it on the opposite ends and it pushes apart? That is exactly what's happening within the energetic signature. Is it's, it's essentially pushing against each other. That's why we can't walk through walls. That's why we can't, you know, put our hands through things. That's what keeps all of the mass separate because it's at a different vibratory signature. When you have sex, especially unprotected sex, not that a condom is really going to protect you from energy when, when you're invested in something emotionally, which is a law of vibration. When you are in that vibratory signature, when you are connecting with someone emotionally, or at least you think you are connecting with someone emotionally, and you receive that person. You also receive everything about them that's unhealed. You receive all of their karma. You receive all of their toxicity. You receive everything about them that they have not addressed. You provide them in just a short amount of time an opportunity to get a reprieve from the oppression of their trauma and their karma. By allowing them a safe place to transmute and cleanse themselves, albeit temporarily, but it leaves you with a stain. And then your, your energetic signature is going to enmesh your pre-existing trauma into the trauma that you've just received, which creates within you a feeling of complete and total chaos and disconnect. And then you, you probably feel like you've got to reconnect with that person again in order to get back into the elation of the act itself so that you don't feel so bad on the other end. And it's a wash, rinse, repeat cycle. Ladies, be very, very mindful of your energy. Be very mindful of who you are allowing access to you. Access to you is a privilege. It is an absolute privilege. And if you are not teaching people how to treat you, they will treat you any which way. If you have unhealed trauma, which results in a low sense of self-worth, you are most likely not going to be using discernment in choosing your sexual partners. Gentlemen, if you have not engaged in your own self-healing, if you have not engaged in talking about the horrors of your childhood, the things that you have experienced, the abandonment, the child abuse, the neglect, the feelings of inferiority, the constant loop that men, little boys that grow into men, exist in Western culture and being told over and over and over again, you're not good enough if you don't make a lot of money and you're not good enough and you're not worthy if you don't have sex with beautiful women and you're not a real man if you like, if you're sexually attracted to men. You know, if you're gender fluid, you're not worthy. Those types of things that toxic masculinity gets encapsulated in, particularly when there is pre preconceived trauma so obviously, you know, who else, who else is going to help them other than a woman in receiving that trauma, that energetic signature? That's why it is so critical 
that you heal. Because whatever you are sharing with your partner is exactly what, what, where you're at. Imagine going through this incredibly beautiful experience where you meet people who have been trained to help you look at all of the, the terrible things that you have repressed your whole life. Imagine this beautiful existence where you actually feel okay about yourself, where you actually look at yourself in the mirror and you're proud about the, the person that's looking back at you. Imagine having a sense of wholeness about yourself that when you look at the future, you can think about focusing on a connection, an intimate partnership with someone that you respect, that lovemaking is not about trauma dumping, but instead it's about connection and it's about finding your higher consciousness within that person. Because that's really all it is anyway. That's really what we're supposed to be doing. Ram Dass says it a little differently, but I agree with him. He says that the only purpose in relationships, intimate romantic partnerships with other people, is just to find God. That's the only reason that we're supposed to be in relationships with other people, is to find God. I consider it my higher consciousness because I believe that we're all God. That's what Dr. Wayne Dyer says. I am that is his I am affirmations. You are too. We all are. We are all a part of a greater consciousness. We are all energy. If we allow ourselves to go through our entire life unhealed and unchecked, then we create our karma. We, we create a loop, a repeating loop, if we do not address the wounds of our past. Irrelevant whether or not it was your fault. Most of the time, it's not. But you have to heal. And you have to go through a process where you let go of that low vibrational energy, that toxic energy. And can you imagine how freeing it is to be able to heal and to evolve and elevate? The majority of us that show up in therapy anyway, we think that the problem that we're having is with our husband or our wife or our adult children or our nasty neighbors or our horrible boss. That's what we think our problem is. I thought my problem was the Air Force when I first went to therapy too. I didn't realize that I was showing up with unhealed wounds, wounds that I had been carrying my whole life, things that I had ignored about my past that were showing up in everyday situations. You know, when you're unhealed, you can't see past your hand in front of your face. You, you just can't because you're in such a defensive, protective mode. And that covers everything about all of the decisions that you make. When you don't take the time to address those pre-existing traumas, those wounds, those things that you have so much shame attached to, that abuse that you experienced that child abuse that you think nobody else in the world's ever experienced. The horrible thing about it is that there's virtually everybody has experienced something as a child, something that they're shameful for, something that they feel makes them feel worth less. So they hide it, they repress it, they create this veneer, this egotistical veneer to, to create a facade, a fake persona. And then that person goes out and has sex. 
and then they leave the the traces and the remnants of their trauma within every sexual partner they have. And then, you know, women who are receiving and they're already in a trauma a, a traumatized space in life, their trauma just it gets more complex. It gets more compounded. It becomes more real and more tangible with each time this person experiences someone else's trauma by having sex with them. So you go from the potential of having this terribly toxic connection with another person that leaves you feeling sick on the other side of it, leaves you feeling like you've just had a drug that you need to get more of. That's why these toxic relationships repeat themselves. Because during the act, there's relief. And that's the last time a person feels relief. And then when the act is over, that person mistakes that trauma dump as the loss or the abandonment of the partner they were just with. Because that's what the unhealed mind does. It's, it's this perverted disconnect that goes on in the brain that fools the person into thinking that that's really love. When in reality, it's a toxic attachment. It's like a drug. But yet, like what Ram Das says, is that when we heal, when we let go and stop resisting, stop resisting, stop resisting the wellness, stop, stop resisting facing the shame. You've got to stare the dragon down before you slay it. And you're not alone. You're just not. Come on, people. I know you're scared. I know you're hurting. I know that you figure that this is as good as it's going to get. It's not. If you're suffering and you're struggling and you you feel like, you know, you can't trust or respect other people, that's only a reflection of how you see yourself. And I know I've been there. I've been there and I'm still working on myself every single day, which is why I have the ability to give you this information now. Because I know that's, that's where I'm at, and I know that's what I'm ready to do, and I know that's what's needed. People need to hear this. You deserve to live a life fueled with joy and purpose. And you deserve lovers that, that, that see you as the God within, that, that want to just pour into you love, compassion, empathy, understanding, to experience physical ecstasy together as a means of meeting God, as Ram Dass says, to connect that higher consciousness in a beautiful, tangible, healthy, wonderful way. So if you feel like after you have sex with someone that your body is polluted or if you feel like you've received someone's toxic energy after sex, I ask you to sit with that. It's important for you to be aware. I definitely encourage you to connect with your, your higher spiritual, your higher consciousness, whether that's through meditation, prayer, both, speaking to your, your spiritual leader, and asking yourself and, and paying attention to your intuitive process when, especially if you feel like your shame is being triggered, that's another marker that what just took place was unhealthy for you. 
And if you feel that you are, you know, feeling relieved and empty after you have sex with someone and you walk away feeling detached but relieved, I'd ask that you pay attention to that as well because that's not healthy either. And if you are functioning in that intuitive space, you know that. You know that. That's why you feel a little bit guilty when you have sex with someone that you don't want to partner with long term. Yeah. Because you've, you've done something to help yourself get rid of some pain, albeit temporarily. That's why it's so important to heal. That's why it's important to stop resisting the change. You deserve it. You deserve to live this, this life and you can have it. You can have everything. Everything is energy. You can manifest anything in your world. Anything at all that you want will come to you. Know your worth. This is not about pushing people away as much as it's about not pushing yourself away anymore. Stop rejecting you. Stop resisting. Now, if this reaches you and it hits a nerve, that's a good thing. That means that some part of you is paying attention. Some part of you knows that there's something within you that's hurting, that needs attention, that needs someone else to help you out, to help you unplug from the shame, to help you heal, to help you grow, and hopefully, on the other end of this, to help you have some fantastic sex with someone who's healed as well. All right. From Fear to Love, this has been an LBM production. Please like, subscribe, and share this show. Thanks for listening.